Hi, <clears throat> so it's Adrian again, and I'm reading um, a couple of poems that I wrote back in 1981 when I was in a very terrible uh, relationship, madly in love, of course, with my art teacher. So because I'm writing in NaNoWriMo this time around um, a memoir again called Newspaper People, the inciting incident of, of the memoir it's about a girl who's very, very young. She's 22. And um, she's kind of, she's an artist and a poet. And it was actually me. But um, this is a true story. So these are poems from when I studied with Edgar Bowers at UCSB in 1981 in poetry class. He was a magnificent poet. And I was madly in love. So here's what I wrote. And I, I lived on Red Rose Way. I wrote these poems looking out to sea. And I would sit there with my, my little typewriter that was an electric typewriter um, and white out, you know, and write my college papers, but also um, write poems. And these are early adult poems, so from a long time ago. So the first one's called Inside This Sargasso Sea. Inside this Sargasso Sea of Strangers by Adrian Wilson. Um, my copyright 1981. Here we go. Inside this Sargasso Sea of Strangers, a couple pairs off, a couple, the eyes tend to meet, then lower. These minds met, one unlocking the other slowly letting the facts sink in, one taking the lead, one following. One decision was reached when we sped down freeways laughing, sped around looking for any destination. I fought the pull as long as I could. Other people's histories are so charming, this kind of curiosity tends to kill. Maybe it was your BMW, your hand shifting gracefully in time to blasting. Blast me apart. Yes, it was the way you drove and drove me to this. I guess I knew that you would make love to me the way you drove cleanly, slide inside your kind of knife. It leaves only invisible scars. These kinds of wounds heal by themselves in time. Or maybe it was your camera, a dangling appendage, most powerful, its own kind of magic. That must be it. I thought you were some kind of well-traveled magician, well-versed in the arts. Are you just like me, in that you always get what you want, no matter what the cost? I love the fact that only certain people meet only certain people sleep together out of need. Why, out of all the other people in the world, certain people slip into each other's? Or maybe it was San Francisco, never mind the East Coast. That always held the greatest fascination. Beatnik dreams, never mind if you were too young at that point. It's really fun to absorb someone else. 
inner secrets, inner core, the inside of a chambered mind, never mind the heart. Because osmosis, that's it. Everyone wants that kind of total immersion, that kind of meshing, that click of gears, the hum of the motor telling you you're alive again. I don't blame you for that. Just when you drive in the spikes of truths, those kind of thorns, do it slowly and savor it. Because I will be if we get lucky. It's too bad we can't turn it around and just go back to L.A. freeways when I didn't know you so well yet, just to the point when I began to want to want you a little for the thrill of it. How much are you going to cost me in the long run now that we've paid the price of admission? Okay, so that was written when I had moved north to get away. Um, he was a married art teacher <clears throat> who was a photographer. I was the muse, you know, the girl. There's always a girl that's going to be the muse for an artist. And sometimes vice versa for female artists. There are male muses as well. So, you know, it can go both ways. But I was only like, you know, 22, I mean, to his 36. And I knew that I just could not be in something like that. And I had to get away. And so I moved back to Santa Barbara and I transferred into UCSB. So winter quarter of 81, uh, I was already home here in Santa Barbara with my friends from high school and in UCSB, taking Edward Bowers, you know, probably pretty quick there. So this poem dates from that time. Okay, this is the second uh, poem I'm going to read today. And I had my first college Christmas tree with that art teacher, my lover. He'd actually come up for an entire week and he stayed in my apartment on Redwoods Way and we had a week of Christmas but it wasn't we went and we picked up the Christmas tree oh god so this is an ending poem um, something that he said to me it's called Come Winter, I Will Teach You How to Prune the Roses. And his uh, he had them, I think, at his house with his wife. So when he came up for that Christmas, he brought me these tiny little white clay birds, little doves, uh, from, probably from Alvera Street at that time. And it's funny because I went to Pine Trader. And I bought my very first Christmas ornaments, and they were white doves, beautiful little white doves from Mexico, clay doves. I still have them uh, many Christmases later. So this must be towards the ending of it. So come winter, I will teach you how to prune the roses by Adrian Wilson uh, from 1981, but copyright 2021. Will it be that way before harsh weather? when the frost sets in before the fog and the city smiles for Christmas? Will it be that we hold hands and laugh and decorate another bed in a different space across the pages of our lives and times? Will it, will it be that you will still be laughing, striding in the sun, gray with the rain? I'll bring the white birds out 
I'll bring the box with lights, with symbols. Maybe we might wish together once again amid the wrappings and unwrappings by the lights of other candles. Will it be that we still care for tastes of tongues and softened lights and softer words? I'll go out into the garden planting all kinds of bulbs. They're going to flourish under my hands. They will in every shade of rose. And when the skies grow deeper black before the morning, will it be that way? Will it be that you are there to chase away the cold and colder silence of aloneness? Will it be that I will find you watching my movements through the rooms with sadness? Will it be that you'll be sitting obscure a little anyway in light, outlined in silhouette, outlined in silhouette against the glass of other windows, bringing in another year? Okay, this poem was written in January of 1981. Um, December of 1981 was the saddest year of my life uh, to date. I don't think I could have ever had a year like that year and what happened to me on December 9th of 1981. And so I wrote that in the book where I laid me down to sleep. So reading the poem now, you know, it's a pretty good poem. I mean, I've got a lot of poems. Okay, I recorded it and now I'm going to stop. And I wish you a very Merry Christmas this year. You know, many of us in my generation have had so many relationships. And, um, and this was number two of the big ones that I have had. Um, very, very hurtful. And I'm writing newspaper people because that's how I survived. You know, I was a young girl. And very suicidal during many parts of this relationship, uh, many, many times, and I didn't. And so this book that I'm writing is for other young college girls and also boys that maybe are going to meet that girl, and they don't understand, you know, a girl, this is for them, and, you know, I survived. I graduated UCSB in 1984, and uh, I had a job at a newspaper here in town, I went on and worked at the newspaper many, many years, 20 years. And after that, I went back and got a master's degree and became a therapist for people uh, in depth psychology. So, boy, do I have a lot of writing to record. <laughs> okay, that was poem, two poems from that period, 1981. And, um, boy, I think I was writing poems since I was a very little girl. I know I was. All right. Bye-bye, then. See you for the next one. And... Go NaNoWriMo, you know, we're all the same group of people, the writers of this world, the scribes. <laughs>